sister home tonight. Gonna turn it up, please. I used to say it with it, but I, I just wanted to hear the rest of it. All right, let me see Atlanta, Georgia, what's going on over there. And by the way, this is your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody is well. Georgia, Georgia, naked man driving, harasses a Atlanta jogger, pleasuring himself in front of him. Um, the victim stated, let's see what's going on over here. A jogger recently endured a terrifying encounter no woman should have to face. A man exposed himself to her along Park Drive, right in front of the Virginia Highland Elementary School. It happened just after 8 in the morning last Wednesday as Flora Anthony was running near the school. Miss Flora Anthony, this guy pulled up right behind me in the car, Miss Anthony stated. She told news sources uh, the move made her feel uncomfortable, so she tried to ignore him. I continued on running, and I pretended like I didn't see him, she stated. He harassed me further. She told news sources that the man in the car continued to follow her. She grew more concerned. How do I get away? How do I not interact with this person right here? She remembered thinking to herself. That's when the man asked her a question. He said, where's the nearest hospital? Anthony stopped to answer, but saw something disgusting. I looked into the car and he was completely nude, she stated. He was pleasuring himself, frightening. He was frightening women and girls, excuse me. When I picked up my phone and took an image, he sped off very quickly, Miss Anthony stated. Miss Anthony reported the crime to the police. She says this was a form of a sexual assault and no one should be forced to endure such disgustingness. It's unasked for. There's no consent involved, Miss Anthony stated. It's intimidating and scary because there's a crazy look in his eyes that I'm not used to seeing. Atlanta police told news sources they are investigating this situation. That man was last seen driving a blue two-door Chevy. All right, so this shit is crazy. People are sick. I don't know what's going on out here. But the world is getting wicked every day, I see. Let me see what else they got. Trump's motions to delay grand jury rejected. Toddler bitten by a rabbit raccoon in Dakota. All right, all right, let me see. Calls for an investigation into a custody murder suspect attempted to flee the hospital. All right. Alania Lenoir, family marks a year since Midtown Woman's disappearance. All right, what else they got? I'm reading all of the headlines for the local news tribune in Atlanta. See what's going on over here. Let me see duo wanted for dozens of car break-ins in Portland County neighborhood. Portland County? 
All right. Atlanta actor launches website to support entertainers during strike. Let me see what else they got. Ex Warner Robins police chief accused of incest child abuse. Uh, no, I'm not gonna fucking click into that because I'm getting sick of all of those tabacheries with these nasty people out here. Thieves stealing high dollar items from vehicles in Portland County. You know, just read that. So let me see what this one right here is. I could do my podcast however I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only one that's capable to do it this way. All right? I see a lot of people trying to imitate me, but it's not working out for them. All right? I already know my errors. All right? I figured out my errors last weekend. I already been knew not to drink and smoke when I do podcasts. I already knew that like a month and a half ago, but I continue to do it. But I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do it again. All right, because I already seen the numbers, the difference between when I'm sober and the difference when I'm not sober. So I choose to be sober. Calls for an investigation into a into an in custody murder suspect attempting to flee the hospital. Fulton County lawmaker wants to know how an inmate awaiting trial for murder was able to run away from a deputy at Grady Memorial Hospital. Jaron Walker was the last of the seven deputies transported in a van to the hospital. Jaron Walker was the last of, of seven okay, deputies transported in a van to the hospital. Near, near a private law enforcement entrance, Lieutenant Colonel Adriana Christopher said Walker broke away from a deputy and started running. He did not make it very far. Our normal procedure is to take all inmates through the Sally Port, said the jail commander. However, the door to the enclosed space was not operating, so for a time uncertain, the prisoners were offloaded in the street. Savannah's video shows Walker, who had a medical boot for a leg injury, maneuvering around cars trying to flee. Christopher told news sources that Walker had handcuffs on, but no leg restraints due to the injury. The surveillance video footage does not show any handcuffs. Prisoners are taken to Grady all the time, said Khadijah Abdar Rahman. We know that works, but that is no good if the one time you need it to work, it does not. This need to be investigated, he added. All right. What else they got up on here? There's been a lot of inmates escaping. I noticed that. But let me jump to another one. I did New York City earlier this morning. Let me see if there's any updates in New York City. I did Orlando earlier. I ain't do the National Enquirer. Okay, Idaho mom, Laurie Vallow, the daybell, sentenced in death of two children and her romantic rival, Boise, Idaho. Idaho mother, Laurie Vallow Daybell, has been sentenced to life in prison without parole Monday and the murders of her two youngest children and a romantic 
rival in a case that included bizarre claims that her son and her daughter were zombies and that she was a goddess sent to usher in the biblical apocalypse. Right, an Idaho mother named Lori Vallow Daybell has been sentenced to life in prison without parole Monday in the murders of her two youngest children and a romantic rival in a case that included bizarre claims that her son and daughter were zombies and that she was some type of goddess sent to usher in the biblical apocalypse. Biblical. Valo Daybell was found guilty in May of killing her two youngest children, seven-year-old Joshua J.J. Valo and 16-year-old Ty, Ty Lee Ryan, as well as conspiring to kill Tammy Daybell, her fifth husband, previous wife. Tammy Daybell, her fifth husband, previous wife. Valo Daybill will serve three life sentences, one after the other, the judge stated. All right, that's similar to a death sentence, if you want to elaborate that. The husband, Chad Daybill, is awaiting trial on the same murder charges. Valo Daybill also faces two other cases in Arizona, one on the charge of conspiring with her brother to kill her fourth husband, Charles Vallow. Damn, this bitch was going on a rampage, I see. And one of one of conspiring to kill her niece's ex-husband, Charles Vallow, was shot and killed in 2019, but her niece's ex survived an attempt later that year. At the Fremont County Courthouse in St. Anthony, Idaho, Judge Stephen W. Boyce heard testimony from several representatives of the victims, including Valo Daybill's only surviving son, Kobe Ryan. A parent killing their own children is the most shocking thing, really, that I can imagine, um, the Judge Boyce said. Valo Daybill justified the murders by going down a bizarre religious rabbit hole. And clearly, you are still down there, the judge stated. Jesus, I don't think to this day you have any remorse for the effort and heartache you caused. Boyce heard testimony from several representatives of the victims, including Valo Daybill's only surviving son, Kobe Ryan. Ty Lee will never have the opportunity to become a mother wife or have the career she was destined to have. JJ will never be able to grow and spread his light with the world the way he did. Ryan wrote in a statement read by prosecuting attorney Rob Wood, my siblings and father deserve so much more than this. I want them to be remembered for who they are, not just a spectacle. Ryan also wrote about his own grief. I've lost the opportunity to share life with the people I love the most. I have lost my sister, father, brother, and my mother, he wrote. I pray for healing for everyone involved, including those who took the lives of everyone we loved. The murder scheme and Tammy Daybill's death left a deep rift in her family. 
Tammy's sister, Samantha Gwilym, told the court, uh, why, why plan something so heinous? You are not exalted beings, and your behavior makes you ineligible to be one, Mrs. Gwilym said, referring to the unusual religious claims, because the choices you made, my family lost a beloved mother, sister, and daughter. Tammy Daybill's mother was fighting cancer and spent the last months of her life watching the murder trial. Ms. Grilliams stated, the family has also been hounded by media and others drawn by all of the salacious scandal you stirred up. Mrs. Grilliam told Valo Daybill, Daybell, who looked down as she sat between her defense attorneys, I miss my sister every day. I will grieve her and the loss of my mother every single day of my life, Mrs. Grilliam stated, as for you, I choose to forget you, and as I leave the courtroom here today, I choose to never think of you again. Boyce, the judge, also heard from Valo Daybill before handing down the sentence. She quoted the Bible verses about how people should not judge each other. She said she too mourned the deaths of her children and Tammy Daybill, but they knew they would be together in the afterlife. She claims she is regularly, regularly visited by the spirits of her dead children, as well, as well as the spirit of her eternal friend, Tammy Daybill, and suggested that the three weren't murdered at all. Jesus Christ knows that no one was murdered in this case, she stated. Accidental death happens, suicides happen, fatal side effects Fatal side effects from medication happen. Wood pointed to the two Arizona cases as well as the three murders in the six weeks in Idaho. A defendant who is willing, a defendant who is willing to murder her own children is willing to murder anyone. Wood stated. All right. Uh, man, this is a crazy story. Society can only be protected from this defendant by a sentence of life in prison without parole. Valley Daybell, excuse me, was committed multiple times for treatment to make her mentally competent for the court proceedings. All right, so she had to be mentally evaluated so she could be to make sure that she's competent enough for the court proceedings. But Wood said there is no evidence that her crimes were impacted by her alleged mental illness, which includes delusional disorder with, with egregious features, according to reports referenced in court. The evidence is overwhelming that she did know right from wrong. All right, so Wood stated that noting Noting testimony from several people who said she lied to them about the deaths. In July 2019, Miss Valo Daybill's brother, Alex Cox, shot and killed her estranged husband. Oh, man. Charles Valo in a suburban Phoenix home. Cox told police he acted in self-defense. He was never charged and later died of what authorities determined were natural causes.
Valo Daybill was already in a relationship with Chad Daybill, a self-published writer of the Doomsday focused fiction loosely based on Mormon teachings. She moved to Idaho with her kids and brother to be closer to him. The children were last seen alive in September 2019. Police discovered they were missing a month later after an extended family member became worried. Their bodies were found buried in Chad's Daybill's yard the following summer. During the trial, experts said Tylee appeared to have been stabbed and her body burnt before it was buried in the pet cemetery, Wood stated the defense attorney. JJ's head was wrapped in tape and plastic, um, asphyxiated him. Wood stated, speculating that his last thoughts must have been filled with fear and betrayal. Tammy's day bills, Bale's body was bruised, suggesting she fought back as she was asphyxiated in her bed, Wood stated. Asphyxiated means, um, I think there was like choked or some type of like, like she probably put like a belt around the neck and strangled. So that's asphyxiated, another word. So Chad Daybill and Lori Vallow married in November 2019, about two weeks after Daybill's previous wife, Tammy, was killed. Tammy Daybill initially was described as having died of natural causes, but an autopsy later showed that she had been asphyxiated, authorities stated. Defense attorney Jim Archibald argued during the trial that there was no evidence tying Vallo Daybill to the killings. All right. But plenty showing she was a loving, protective mother whose life took a sharp turn when she met Chad Daybill and fell for his weird, uh, apocalyptic religious claims. He suggested that Daybill and Vallo Daybill's brother, Alex Cox, were responsible for the deaths. Daybill told her they had been married in several previous lives and she was a sexual goddess who was supposed to help him save the world by gathering 144,000 followers so Jesus could return, Archibald stated. Valo Daybill's former friend Melanie Gibb testified during the trial that Valo Daybill believed people in her life had been taken over by evil spirits and turned into zombies, including JJ and Tylee. Boy, that is some serious stuff. Uh, I don't know where those delusions come from. And obviously, I don't know why people mix the religions into their chibachery. Because let me tell you something about uh, Jesus. He gonna come. I don't know if you believe in Jesus, but if he, if he or she, whoever this supreme being that you think is, will come like a thief in the night. All right. I believe in the higher power, but whatever prophet that's gonna walk on this earth. Uh, trust me and believe he's going to be, or he, she, going to be in a lot of controversy, all right? So whatever delusion that lady, the one that killed her two kids and then killed her previous husband, like, 
she was on some other stuff. I don't know what's going on with her. Like, they said they did a mental evaluation. I'm curious. Was she taking medication, prescription, you know, you know, like what what else was she was doing that, you know, compelled that behavior? That's I just got a couple of questions. I wanna know. She got three life sentences, one consecutive, one right after the next. She's she's gonna be in prison till she die, basically. But this is gonna be they're gonna make a documentary on this bitch. I promise you that. They're gonna make a already I guarantee you Netflix is already on it. So because everybody gonna everybody got questions like why did what made her believe that? You see what I'm saying? One hundred and forty four thousand followers. Mm. Like Everybody got questions. I got questions. What compelled her to think like that? See what I'm saying? I want to know. So, well, I hit you with another segment later. We'll think about that in another time because I covered this story a month or a month and a half ago. So I already know about the Idaho killings. Um, And then there was something that happened in Phoenix, Arizona that, you know, that's related to that uh, murder. So, and then, like I said, there's going to be documentaries on this woman. So I'm 100% sure it's happening already. All right. So this is your man. Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. And you can use that same name to follow me on Instagram. And my TikTok is underscore murder MV. That is underscore M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V-I-I. Murder MV. All right. Sorry that I had to choose that name, but I was trying to switch it. Uh Looks like there's a lot of people that's imitating my platform, which I don't have a problem with. Who cares? Uh, Nobody can't copy off of me. So holler at you later. I'll hit you with another segment. Peace. Harlem nights, party at the bodega. 